Blog Talk Radio. Hello, Nats Town. Welcome to Nats Nightly, sponsored by FederalBaseball.com. This is Patrick Reddington from Federal Baseball. I'm waiting on Dave Nichols from Federal, Federal Baseball to call in. Uh, we'll see if I could text him here and get him on the line. Nationals drop a 6-5 decision to the Milwaukee Brewers. There's Dave. Another rough night on the mound for Gio Gonzalez. Dave 0-5 in his last six games start with a 7-6-0 ERA, 14 walks, 43 Ks, a 309-380-489 line against and 34 and a third innings pitched over that winless streak. Down three nothing early today. Back to back to back back to back singles to start the first. A two out three run home run by Chris Carter on a three one change up up in the zone. A uh, walk and a two out RBI single by. Uh, I can't read my notes. Blue uh, by Villa in the second. Villar, sorry, in the second four to one at that point. Two hit by pitch. Uh, ground rule double. Fielder's Choice brings in another one, 6-1 after three, 68 pitches. That was all for Gio Gonzalez today. Continues to struggle out there on the mound to the point where the beat writers are now wondering if there's something wrong with him. <laughs> We've been wondering for a few weeks now if it's a health thing. Uh, Mike Rizzo, I mentioned, talked about it being a mechanical and timing thing for him, but whatever he's doing out there, it's not working at the moment. No, oh, and he's getting worse. Um, you know, there was a static thing there where, uh, for a while, he would have a bad inning that would cloud his um, cloud his line, uh, but then recover or you know pitch effectively up until that point. But the last couple of starts and today especially, just nothing uh, the entire time. I mean, uh, he's having you know he's always had a, a, been a big big strikeout guy, and he had a couple of strikeouts today. Uh, but he doesn't he's not finishing people off, and he's leaving pitches up in the zone. Um, he's easily rattled. Uh, things continue to snowball on him when things get bad. Um, it's just it, it's very discouraging to see him go out there and continue to flounder, uh, really without any without any glimpse of, of an end in sight. I mean, you would think that um, you know that, that, that every once in a while he'd have a clean inning or something to make you feel you know okay, you know this is a mechanical thing and it's coming and going, but. Right now, it's just going and going and going, and and you know when 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 batters are getting strikes, they're clobbering them, and when they aren't getting strikes, they're either getting hit or getting walked, and it's just it's very discouraging to continue to watch. And you would think that if the Nats Nats had a good option uh, in the minor leagues, if they had a good option, if they had one of the best pitching prospects in all of baseball, you would think that, that at some point that they would have to consider making uh, making moves. I listened to Mike Rizzo on 106.7 The Fan, which I mentioned. He talked about Gio's uh, issues So uh, really since the middle of May at this point. It's over nine starts now, so it's not just a, a rough stretch. It's pretty, pretty prolonged at this point, but see if this sounds like <laughs> makes sense to you. He said Gio's got a complicated delivery. It's a very timing type of delivery, and when he gets out of sync, that's what happens. He lets a lot of fastballs go on the arm side of his delivery, and I think that's where he's at right now. It'll be something that we're going to address in the bullpen sessions. I think that the stuff is still good. The velocity is good. The spin rate on his breaking ball is good, and he shows flashes of getting it to sync with his delivery. So I think it's a delivery timing mechanism, and once we get him back on track, I think you'll see the guy that can give you quality starts and help us win ball games. But how many opportunities do you give him to go out there and prove it's, uh, you know, that he still has it before you make a move here? You saw these problems with Doug Pfister, it ended up being an injury issue with him. We obviously don't know what, what's going on with Gio, if it is something health-wise, but 
that's only speculation at this point. We don't have anything that tells us that. The Nationals haven't said anything. Neither has Geos. So how long do you keep on running him out there when he's not winning games for the Nationals? And they're in a bit of a tailspin right now. Uh, you know, that's hard to answer. Uh, you know, I know they don't want to. Um, I know they don't want to rush Giolito up. I was kind of being a little bit flippant towards that earlier, but um, you know, if he's healthy, then they do have to get him right. I mean, this is a guy that um, that has proven to be, uh, you know, majorly competent before, but he just simply isn't right now. And uh, you mentioned the tailspin, losing, you know, six in a row, this disaster of a road trip right now, and. Uh, they're lucky that, that neither the Mets or the Marlins have been particularly hot at the same time, or else the, um, they they really would have been in trouble. But um, but yeah, Gio is somebody that they need to figure out. They've got a lot of a lot invested in him. He's the only lefty in the rotation. Um, you know, it, but right now it's just it, it's hard to watch him. Um, you know, I, I don't have my computer in front of me right now, so I, I haven't been able to look it up to see uh, if his velocity is dropping. But you mentioned Doug Pfister last year, and we saw a noticeable drop in velocity um, between what he normally threw and, you know, before they shut him down. And, uh, you know, that's a, a very good indicator of, of injury. I haven't noticed, um, you know, just just anecdotally watching him pitch. Um, he doesn't look hurt to me. He look, It looks more like um, – it looks more like a control issue, like 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 Rizzo was trying to describe a um, you know a mechanical thing. But you know, one way or the other, they need to figure it out. And they can't keep running him out there because his last four or five times out, not even giving the Nats a chance to stay in the game. We've seen a couple of times this year Tanner Roark, you know, give up a couple runs early and then really settle down and limit them to three runs over six innings or that type of thing. But you know, a if you're giving up six runs in three innings, that's putting your team in a deep hole to battle out of, and the Nats couldn't do that today. Um, and, B, you're taxing your bullpen. I mean, Dusty went through, um, you know, four relievers today to cover the last six innings, and, you know, that, that hurts you tomorrow. And, and especially with Strasburg making a start after missing one, you don't know what he's going to give you. So he could go out there tomorrow, uh, you know, the, the, those ribs, the upper back flare up again, and, you know, if he only gives you two innings, then you're screwed because he used everybody in the bullpen today. Then you're looking at Blake Trinan for another 65 pitches, um, and, and that just does nobody any good. Matt Garza on the mound for Milwaukee today. Just two starts this season before today uh, after he landed on the DL on April 5th with a right lat strain, a 0.90 ERA in those two starts since he returned, uh, 0-4 with a 7-1-7 ERA and eight career starts worth the Nationals. He was up 3 nothing early. Uh, he gave up a triple RBI single by Murphy and Ramos and uh, make it 3-1 to in the second. Uh, the Nats added two in the fourth to get close to 6-3, back-to-back singles in the back line at six. Espinosa scores, uh, uh, makes it 6-4 at that point. He gives up four runs. They kind of – Garza was what he usually is against the Nationals, not particularly effective. Seven hits, three walks, four earned runs, but – as you mentioned, that hole that Gio Gonzalez put him to, into was just too deep to climb out of, isn't it? Yeah, you know, and Garza used to be a pretty good pitcher. He hasn't been for several seasons, and he's getting to the point now in his career where uh, he, he's breaking down more often than not. Um, really, you know, if, if there were a team that was any more competitive than Milwaukee, um, you know, he, pr- he probably wouldn't have a starting, starting spot, um, you know, a, as entrenched as he does there in Milwaukee, but um, but yeah, you know the Nats it chipped away at him. But again, um, you know just 
not that big hit. You know, there was there wasn't that big home run. Um, you know, there wasn't that big uh, other than Murphy's triple that big extra base hit to drive in multiple runs at a time. They were picking up at a run with a, a, a sacrifice squeeze and a and a couple of sack flies and. Um, there just isn't a whole lot of production right now outside of Murphy and Ramos um, in the middle of the order, uh, the rest of the lineup. I mean, it's easy to pitch to. Uh, and, and the Nats, you know, it, it's nice that they were able to make runs with outs today. But, again, we're just not seeing, you know, that the, the, the quote-unquote clutch hit. Doghouse would shot me down if you heard me say that. But um, we're not seeing that big, uh, you know, extra base hit, uh, big home run, multi-run home run. Uh, where the Nats are scoring in bunches, they're just not doing that right now, and haven't really on the trip since those first two games in San Diego. Just to add to the cloud of doom that's hovering over the Nationals at the moment, uh, reports coming out from the post-game interview: Masson, Dan Colco, Steven Strasburg will not start tomorrow. Felt discomfort again. It'll be Tanner Roark on normal rest. No word on a roster move yet, but. Steven Strasburg thought he was going to make that start as of yesterday. I guess he went out there and worked out again in anticipation of returning to the mound, but looks like he won't be able to go tomorrow. Yeah, you know, when they said earlier in the week that it sounded like he was going to make a start, I was real skeptical about that. I mean, you know, he he, he missed the start. He had enough discomfort where he had to miss the start. Um, Just the whole idea of popping ribs back into place, that sounds – you know, painful to me, and the idea that, that one bullpen session he was going to be able to come back to it and pitch at major league effectiveness. Just, I was skeptical of it and was going to remain skeptical of it until he made the start. And uh, frankly, it doesn't surprise me that, that they're pulling him at this point. Um, at this point, since he hasn't pitched since, um, you know, since he missed that start, they could they could put him on the DL retroactive back to that point and you know, and maybe only miss him another week, which it sounds like might be the prudent thing to do just to, to, to shut him down, um, you know, given 10, 15, 20 days or whatever, just to let whatever it was completely calm down and have him for the second half of the season rather than risk a start here, you know, just before the all-star break and then lose him for a couple of months. That would be a catastrophe. My positive spin on this is just going to be that they're saving him for the Mets. So they pushed him back a day, but, I doubt that's the case, unfortunately. Uh, seven straight losses, as you mentioned, after today. Uh, Two-and-a-half game lead over the Mets, who won. They're just 5-5, five and five, and over their last ten, the Nationals are 3-7. and seven. So, luckily for the Nationals, uh, the Mets haven't been running the table so far. They keep on losing to the Braves, which I find humorous. But uh, Dusty Baker was asked after yesterday's game about still being three games up at that point. He said, yeah, I know it's dwindling, but it's up to us to maintain or to increase that lead. So we definitely need these two games, which included today's loss, uh, before we go home and play the Mets because you're not gonna you're going to see some good pitching when you get there. and They're going to be lined up against the – Another chance for the Mets to come in here like they did at the end of last year and kind of kick the Nationals while they're down. Uh, Lost seven straight. They have a chance to snap that streak tomorrow before they go home. And How important is it, you think, to leave this road trip on a high note and get that win, avoid having an eight-game losing streak going into an early season but still important series with the Mets this week? Well, it would certainly be helpful. Um, You know, critical, that's that's a hard – a hard word to, um, uh, to to say here in in June, but um, the, the the bottom line is that that the Mets have their own problems too. I mean, yes, yeah. on, on paper this is a 
um, you know, you know, one of those matchups where, you know, it's pitching, 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 but, uh, you know, Noah Syndergaard has had an MRI on his elbow in the last two weeks. And, um, you know, Steven Matz got completely lit up the last time he pitched and, you know, the, the Mets are, are going through their own struggles right now too. So, um, yeah, it's an important series, but, uh, you know, this, this impending sense of drew the doom that's going through Nats town, um, you know, this is, that's a mid season slump and, and the Nats are, are a better team than what they have shown in the last, you know, week to 10 days. But, um, you know, let's hope that, that, um, you know, that getting back home, getting some home cooking will, uh, help sort these bats out because right now they just can't hit their way out of a wet paper bag. Quote, quote my managing hero, Davey Johnson, you're never as good as you are when you're winning, never as bad as you are when you're losing. So if that's even out at some point, you would think the Nets did a lot of winning in the first few months. And But then on a positive note, uh, offensively, the Nationals put up 10 hits and five runs. Uh, Daniel Murphy, three for five at the triple and two singles. Wilson Ramos, another two-hit game, two for five on the day. Ryan Zimmerman, one for two with a walk, a little bit better at the plate for him today. Anthony Rendon, two for four. Danny Espinosa, no official at that today. Two RBIs, sack flies, two walks. Uh, at least the offense kind of picked it up a little bit. Uh, as we mentioned, though, Gio Gonzalez has given up six runs in the first three innings, uh, kind of hurt and overshadowed. The offense came up a little bit better today. Yeah, a little bit. You know, they were finding their ways to get on base. Um, obviously, uh, Murphy and Ramos both had really nice days. Um, man, I just where would the offense be without those guys? I mean, Wilson Ramos, um, you know, his his season so far just has been spectacular. And um, you know, we mentioned it the other day. I hardly think that um, that he'll garner enough votes to get voted to the All Star team. But you know, hashtag vote Ramos because that guy certainly deserves what you know with what he's done this year. Um, you know, uh, Harper had a nice hit there in the ninth inning. Um, unfortunately, Murphy's ball to the, to the gap got tracked down. But um, you know, g- getting getting Harper hitting again would would help this team an awful lot. Um, some signs of life from Zimmerman today. He's another very important bat. They just they, they need to get some of these guys going again. And um, whether that's getting back off the road and getting home or whatever, um, you know, some, something's got to give because you know these guys have have track records too long to, to go this long without uh, without being productive. I'll just note that the Nationals' vote Buffalo campaign might not be helping Ramos's fight to get into the All-Star game since name recognition is probably a big factor in what's going on right now with the two guys that are winning uh, as opposed to Ramos. But that's just some picky PR type stuff. The Nationals lose again, six to five, seven straight loss, 43 and 32 on the year. One more with the Brewers, and then it's home for a nice long homestand starting with the Mets on Monday. That's nightly sponsored by FederalBaseball.com. Talk to you after tomorrow's game, sir. Sounds good. Have a good night. So, I forgot to say it yesterday, so doghouse, have a good night.